Hello everyone out there in the wonderful world of the internet. Uh, I am back with another fun-filled, super awesome, super chocolatey, very chocolatey, um, podcast for all of you. Yes, yes, yes. Not just for myself, for you. Uh, of course, my name is Nick. This is the One Sharp Podcast, and I'm here to go ahead and give you something uh, super informative for your minds, give you some knowledge, and bring it to you. Now, today, or more on the lines of tonight, because apparently I can't sleep, uh, I'm going to do a Marvel movie review, and it's one I've been wanting to do for a long time, but, of course, other presentments had come up, and uh, I couldn't really get to it, so here I am, finally, finally catching up with everything that I've been trying to do, which, uh, yeah, was a bit of a task, but, you know, now I'm back uh, in the game and doing my thing. Uh, this Marvel movie review is one I've been anticipating on wanting to do for a long time, and it's uh, Avengers Endgame. Now, this is the final installment of the Avengers movie timeline, at least per se, for, what was it, Phase 3. Uh, no, Phase 4. Phase 4, I'm sorry. Um, I believe it's, it's 3 or 4. Oh boy, I'm getting them mixed up in my head. But um, Marvel Endgame, uh, to me... Just a little little brief description, at least how I see it. Marvel Endgame, to me, was like the huge wrap-up of everything that uh, Marvel has worked for, has built up to with all of their movies, uh, uh, little side episodes uh, with certain series. Uh, just a huge, huge build-up with everything, and it, it all just boiled down to this big, big uh, face-off. But um, um, Avengers Endgame, in my mind, was one of those movies I know that later on down the line, I'm going to have a huge, uh, like, it's going to have a huge impact in my life. And I'm, I was more than happy to actually go to the movie theater, sit with some friends, and and totally geek out at this movie. Because this movie, even till this day, I can sit down and watch it from the beginning to the middle to the very end and still laugh, still have feelings, still have that tear in my eye, and just overall have it as like a... a a recommendation for someone that wants to get into Marvel movies. It's one of those uh, influen influential movies that I, till this day, will talk nothing but grand, great things for. And um, I, like I said, I'm really glad I got a chance to watch this movie. I'm really glad I got to pick up a copy of this movie. And um, I hope down the line I can down the line I can go ahead and tell people about this movie and. How it had a huge influence in not only my life, but other people. Um, but yeah, enough about that. Let's get into the nitty gritty of this movie. Let's get uh, down with some stats. Um, came out April 26, 2019. Um, the, it was directed by the Russo Brothers and produced by Kevin uh, Feig. I hope I said his last name right. Uh, and this is the sequel to Infinity War. And... As most, if not all of us, know how Infinity War played out. Uh, Thanos was collecting all the stones. He wanted to fix the problem in the universe by eliminating, eliminating half of all life in the universe. And uh, long story short, he accomplished his goal. He disappeared. 
and everyone's just kind of sitting around and trying to figure out what's the next big move uh who can we get to help out with this this big move and how are we going to accomplish it um with uh with that being said uh let's see the runtime was 181 minutes or three hours and two minutes the possibly the the longest marvel movie that i've seen that i've i've sat through but um as i talk more about the movie i'm going to briefly describe you know why i thought it the three hours and two minutes was necessary, but there's also, you know, some some tidbits and how I think uh, they could have cut it down to maybe close to three hours, maybe two hours and 45 minutes. But uh, like I said, I'll get to that later on down the line. Um, the budget for this movie was three hundred and fifty six million dollars, which uh, is pretty standard for a Marvel movie. Um, the box office, it gained two point seven nine eight billion dollars um which beat avatar not the last airbender because i feel like sharknado could beat avatar the last airbender and yeah uh but avatar made 2.79 billion uh which is a huge feat for marvel um not trying to rub it in avatar's face but you know take that ha 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 <laughs> um but yeah let's let's get even deeper into this, all right? So, as we all know, it's 23 days after the snap or the decimation, which is what the official terminology for the snap was, which I believe I mentioned in my Infinity War movie review. But uh yeah, it, it's 23 days after that snap and um the remaining Avengers are trying to figure out how to get the Thanos and how to get the stones to fix the problem. Of course, while they're doing that, there's other key characters that are affected by the snap, but it's one of those, uh, it doesn't happen immediately, but it happens. So, um, going, so one of the characters that are affected by the snap, of course, is Hawkeye. Um, and when he notices that his family's gone, of course, he just kind of, recesses into this uh, other character which in the comics he is known as Ronin which of course you know Ronin is a rogue samurai but in his case he uh, he becomes this character and he he also disappears off into the sunset um so the Avengers are trying to find a means to get the Thanos uh, which they do and then they find out in disbelief that he actually destroyed the stones to uh, and or make sure that uh, the the thrill seekers and people trying to also get the stones for their own greedy purposes that that doesn't happen. Uh, so and this means he destroys the stones, which uh, five years later, after they find out this information, um, the team they cope. They try and uh, you know build a life with where they last left off after the huge fight, the huge war. Um, Captain America, Black Widow, everyone, they're just trying to do their thing. They're trying to find any type of clue to try and fix this problem, um, which then Ant-Man comes into play. Uh, and as he comes into play, he has a means to fix this problem. But of course, they have to build a, uh, a scientific team, a group to help make this, this thought a uh, a reality so they go to iron man 
Uh, and, of course, he doesn't want to have to deal with it. Which, of course, you know, it's Iron Man. He's always going to work on something. He's always going to try and figure something out. And um, while that's happening, they go to um, the Hulk or um, um, Bruce Banner. Which, within that five-year period, uh, within 18 months of that five-year period, he found a way to have the strength of the Hulk, but the smarts of Banner. And they combined the two. Which, that was a uh, homage to a comic which I believe was released last year, um, if not in 2018, where um, the artist, uh, I forget his last name, but it's I know his last name's Cho. He's the one that devised the, uh, the uh, character of having the smarts of Bruce Banner and Hulk's strength and uh, endurance, which is incorporated into the movie. So... They all get together. They all figure out that this is possible. So they go and test out the, this theory, which, of course, with any scientific thought and mindset, there's always going to be some flaws, which, of course, you see in the movie, which there's a lot of comedy. It's very, very hilarious. Um, so they test out this theory. Iron Man comes in with his theory, which he's tested and it works. They put the logarithms into the system. It works. It's great. Um, now they have to go ahead and devise. Uh, they have to get. All these people together to do this so they go around and they get these people of course there uh there's two that are still off grid kind of but they kind of know where they are where they are so they split up and they find these uh the, the last two which one being hawkeye which uh black widow goes and finds him um come to find out that uh hawkeye who is now ronin He's been taking down cartels, uh, drug lords, uh, you name it. Any bad guy, he's going around, he's taking them out. Black Widow persuades him to uh, join the group, which um, it was a very touching moment because they've had a they've had a past. They've they've worked on many missions near and far, and you know, of course, in Avengers, he was taken over by uh, the stone that Loki had. But then was brought back when Black Widow had to beat him down a little bit. Uh, which, of course, you know, it's tough love, but what can you do? Um, now, I believe Hulk and um, Rocket Raccoon, they go and find Thor, who is the other person that's missing within this group. They go ahead. Uh, they search in this small town, which is kind of, which is basically their version of Valhalla. And um, Thor packs on the pounds, you know, he's... He's not as active as he used to be. He's just sitting around eating Doritos, drinking beer. And um, I forget the two characters that were in um, uh, the third Thor movie. And um, but they, they're there. They're playing, I believe, Xbox. They're playing PlayStation. I'm not really sure. But they're playing Fortnite and they're just having a jolly old time. Of course, there, there's more comic relief in that scene. So they get this group together and then. Everything's tested. They go back in time. They find these stones. Now, while they're finding the stones, they come to revelations. They come through, you know, certain little um, problems. But, you know, this it's to happen. So they get the, these stones, but one in particular that they have to go back even further to get, uh, which is Captain America, uh, Steve Rogers, and then Iron Man. Uh, they have to go back further to where they can get the, uh, the Space Stone. Um, which they do, uh, but along that lines, and this is where the, the story kind of builds up because 
Um, when Ant-Man comes back, he tries to find his daughter, which is just five years later. She's a teenager. You know, there's there's hope. There's, you know, the... the uh, what's the word I'm looking for in this? Um, but, you know, he's happy that he his daughter is safe and sound. And, of course, for others, they're trying to find their loved ones. They're, but they know that they're gone because of the snap. Uh, he, yeah, they go back. And of course, there's the there's that um, character buildup of you know Tony meets his father finally, and they talk. And right there, when I saw that, of course, I was too awestruck in the movie. But you know, watching it the second or third time, I believe, I, it, it dawned on me that Tony Stark met his father. That could mean one of two things: either he's going to make peace, seeing that he's he was able to talk to his dad. Uh, and something grand but bad is going to happen. Or, you know, it's something that was in the making. He finally met his dad. And now he can, uh, you know, finally take it easy and not do as much. But, you know, later on down that line. And then, of course, um, um, uh, Captain America. He He's also helping to get the stones and also the pen particles so they can get back. And uh, he comes across uh, his long-lost love. And, of course, you know, he wants his happily ever after, but he can't have it because she's in this time frame. And in his time frame, she's long since gone. You know, she's passed away. So they go back. They get the stones. They make the snap happen. Um, devised by a uh, uh, infinity gauntlet that Tony has made. Um, and, of course, it works. Everyone that was snapped away, they all come back. Uh, of course, along those lines, within all of this happening, Thanos finds out that they're trying to get all these stones, and it's going to be in one spot. So he devises a plan. Now, this is the Thanos in one of the timelines where, uh, I believe it was the timeline where um, uh, Star-Lord is going to the abandoned temple to find the Power Stone. And in doing so... Um, I forget her name too. Oh man, I'm usually good with names. Uh, <laughs> their circuitry gets crossed, and all of the the memories, all of everything, gets beamed to Thanos. And Thanos devises a plan to where his his daughter, um, goes on and imitates this other character, uh, brings him back into this time, and then he decimates the uh, the compound. Which then, a huge battle with Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor ensue. And as it progresses, of course, you know, that iconic scene where uh, Thor is is on the ground. He's about to get his the axe impaled into his chest. And uh, Thanos gets hit with Mjolnir. Which, they're like, what's going on? And it pans over, and it's Captain America with Mjolnir. Which... I totally freaked out. That that was probably one of the most uh, quintessential, uh, uh, like, like marks in my life. Like, I would never thought I would see someone worthy to pay, uh, pick up Thor's hammer and lay a beat down on Thanos. Like, hits him with lightning, uses his shield, beats him down. But, of course, it's short-lived because Thanos, he's surprisingly quick on his feet. Uh, brings him down, and then from one great scene to another, then it it everyone who's come back 
he gets the the radio frequency of on your left and everyone everyone involved in the marvel universe you know either if they were introduced just two or three movies ago or it's just been throughout it's been in it throughout everything they come back so with thanos and his his horde and the all of the avengers they duke it out it's the biggest biggest fight scene i've ever seen in my entire life um and you got to give it up to it, how they do it because it's it's amazing. There's a lot of action going on. There's still a lot of humor. Um, the biggest part in that movie is when Peter Parker comes back in the Iron Spider suit, and of course he's thrown down too, you know, because he's hacked the suit <laughs> and the she's the kill mode, which was in the suit. But yeah, that was awesome, and uh, um, um, it 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 just builds up even more so. Uh, Scarlet Witch is back, and she is just furious at Thanos, and Thanos doesn't even know, even know what happened or what he did, so she throws down, uh, and, and as it progresses, when they get the gauntlet to try to send the stones back, um, all the female characters get together, and they're throwing down too, and it's just amazing. Uh, Pepper Potts in her her new suit, which I believe is called Rescue, which is basically a female... Uh, 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 a smaller version, but modified version of the Iron Man suit. So it does the exact same thing. Uh, repulsor rays, flight, the whole nine yards. Missiles galore, yes. Um, everyone's throwing down. And then, of course, out of nowhere, here comes Captain Marvel and takes down the ship. And um, it, it's it all built up in this grand fight. And, of course, Iron Man goes back to Doctor Strange, who he was snapped away. And he's back. And... Of course, Doctor Strange tells him he has one chance to get this right, one chance to take him down, and he does it. And it's, ah, oh, man, it's this scene, this scene, this scene. Now, I rarely cry at any movie. I think I've cried at one, and it was The Lion King when I was a child. Um, it was a scene where they're fighting to get the stones, and and somehow Thanos gets the gauntlet, gets the the gauntlet, and you know, he says his line, I am inevitable, and makes a snap, but the snap doesn't happen. Comes to find out the stones that were in the gauntlet goes, uh, uh, Tony took, because it's it's his nanotech. So the stones integrate into his suit, and the suit, of course, can take the uh, the high volume of power, but it's, it's short-lived. And that line, that line he does before he makes the snap was just, I got goosebumps. I... I was just at the edge of my seat, you know, where he's he's winding up. He's about to make the make the snap, and he knows that when he does this, when he makes that snap, that's it, game over. But he does it because he wants to protect those that he loves, those that he cares for, and of course, you know, that's Peter Parker, that's Pepper, that's his daughter, and he makes the snap, and they all they all go away. They're all gone. And Thanos, being, of course, the last one, sits there and realizes he's failed. And then he's just like dust in the wind. And um, I, um, oh, man, just talking about it, just remembering that scene where they go and they find him. And he's he's been hit by this massive cosmic power, which I've come to find out that cosmic power is also very, very highly irradi irradiated. And he's sitting there just barely clinging on to life. And, and Peter Parker's, you know, telling him we did it. We won. And, you know, you know, you saved everyone. 
and uh, uh pepper comes comes over and tells him uh that it's it's all right and uh you can finally rest and he does and that's when uh iron man passes on and the uh <laughs> see just like i said it's just explaining it it's it it hits it hits hard it really did um the funeral scene is probably the part where i felt a tear form in my eye but it never fell but after they panned to all the heroes that that were in that fight and it, you know everyone that tony has influenced he it, it gets to his daughter and his his security guard and you know, he asks her, are you hungry? And she says, yes. And she wants cheeseburgers. And that's, that's an, uh, uh, a breakdown for the first Iron Man when he gets kid, uh, he gets, uh, kidnapped and, um, he comes back to the States after, after breaking himself out and being saved. And that's the first thing he wants when he gets off the plane, they, they go to a Burger King and he has cheeseburgers and, that's that scene right there really got me that that was the scene that made me cry and um you know i have uh i have full full you know i i i'm a guy that i i wear my sleeve my my feelings on my sleeve and that that scene just got me and you know even when they they watched the recording no he knew he knew that he's gonna do something that was going to be something that was gonna save the world and and in doing so, you know, he let everyone know that, you know, it, it's not, it's not a loss. It's more so of a, a huge win. And if I'm not there to, to witness that win, I'm, you know, at least everyone is safe. You know, the ones I care for are safe. And, and that's, that was pretty much the movie. You know, I just kind of, kind of dipped into like certain key things, um, of course, there's a there's an extra scene. It's a deleted scene where that same scene where Tony Stark passes and everyone took a knee and everyone's just crying and uh, it's like it's like you know I I I wish I could get my hands on the the uh, the stones and and bring them back and you know let's let's come up with uh with another Iron Man movie. Shoot, let's let's have Ironheart. Let's get that going. You know because Ironheart that's that's Tony Stark giving a, a it was a girl in uh, MIT, and she she has the smarts and the knowledge, you know. And Tony Stark saw that, so he gave her the schematics. This is a black girl, by the way, and she makes the Iron Man suit, and it's deemed Ironheart. Um, I I believe I have some of those issues, but I I never got a chance to really sit down and read it. Um, I did skim through it, but you know when you collect so many comics, there's only so many issues you can read. Um, I'm going to dig that up. I am going to read that. But yeah, this movie by far really got me, you know, in the feelings with the humor, the suspense, the build, the drama, the, the, the big drop, the big, you know, the highs, the lows, everything. It hit everything. And, um, going in, going back to the whole three hour and two minute segment, I feel like that three hours and two minutes on a positive scale really helped build the, the, the whole aspect of after the snap, how people are coping, uh, memorials, how people are, uh, you know, how they're faring and how they're, they're, they're trying to rebuild from something that they lost so long ago. Um, I also going into that, it, I feel like that 
if it wasn't two hours or three hours and two minutes, like that 245, 249 portion, they could probably do the same thing, but then I feel like it wouldn't really carry over very well. Because with certain movies, if they're a certain length and they hit certain points where they they get through and they explain everything, then it's totally it's it's worth it, you know. But it really depends on how they tell the story, how the plot works from the the build up to the big, you know, the big face off and then the whole thing where it kind of uh, calms down. But then it builds back up if there's another if there's a sequel to that movie, um, which you know, there's anything from like TV series to, of course, movies. There's always going to be like that, you know, that season one was phenomenal. Season two was great. Season three wasn't quite strong, but it also kind of built into other storylines from the first two seasons that gave uh, this character more meaning, more, more promise. Or, you know, you could hate that character. With this movie, the, the three hour and two minute mark was really good because also at the end, they had with during the credits they had the um the written signatures of all the characters all the all the people who played those characters and of course they had Robert Downey Jr being the last one and once the credits were all said and done all you heard was a a bang of a mallet on an anvil and that's going back to of course the first iron man movie where he made the first iron man suit and um i like i said i'm i'm grateful i'm I'm really, really happy I got a chance to watch this movie, and I, I hope everybody else watches it, because um, I was, of course, in the process of prepping for this podcast, I was thinking about the current events of everything that's going on, and, you know, we're all dealing with um, this 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 presence, this negative presence, and how, you know, we have people that are fighting that good fight, and you know, we've, we've dealt with a lot of losses and we're trying to cope with that. But in the long run, you know, we have to be our own hero and we have to do what's right. And that's to make sure this particular evil threat, this, this, this small evil threat doesn't get to us because, you know, we, we've been through worse and we have to have that positive mindset to keep going on and keep moving strong with everything. Because, you know, in the long run, you know, uh, even though, you know, by sometime next year, we'll have, we'll deal with, you know, what's going to happen, but we have to deal with it the best way we know how, you know, we can't fight one another. We can't, we can't do, um, what the other person thinks is great. You know, we all have our own mindset. We all have to be unique with it. We also have to know what's right and what's wrong. And, and by doing this podcast, I, I really thought about it in that aspect and at that point, because, you know, we all have a hero we look up to, and we have to keep that in mind, no matter what happens. And, you know, it's it's tough. It really is. But we'll get through it, honestly and truthfully. We'll get through all of it. Um, Yeah, and that's, that's just, you know, stuff that's, you know, circulating in my head. Um, <laughs> so overall, the story of this movie was amazing. Um, the effects were phenomenal. I believe the it's this movie has won uh, 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 an award for its its visual effects because it was on a grand scale. And I also like to see the 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 
computer they used to render all those awesome effects because it must be god tier honestly um character build up and design was phenomenal um i i praise every actor and actress in this movie that did what they did and uh especially for uh, robert downey jr um Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, everyone. I I am impressed. I'm grateful. And I I hope to see plenty of your work uh yeah, plenty of your work um for time, you know, for <laughs> sorry. Woo. <laughs> um but yeah, I I I want to see more. I want to see more of this, you know. And even if we go on a different uh, path with Marvel movies and it still has that strength and that power, then I'm totally down with that and i'm i thank all of you i thank all of you for bringing this this wonderful conclusion to an awesome awesome movie set and uh yeah um overall i will give this movie uh because of course i'm a diehard fan um ah uh, you know what i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna get a give it a eight out of ten an eight out of ten because normally i would say a nine or a perfect 10. It, I feel like it, it hits in that point, but of course there were some certain, there were some few slow points in that movie to where it could have picked up. But I think with the humor and the drama, I think that's where they, they tried to pick up with that slack. So I will give this movie an honest eight. Uh, you know what? Let's do 8.5. Let's do 8.5. I feel like that's more fair. 8.5 out of 10. Um, yeah. That's and that's pretty much it. That is my movie review of uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, this one's really lengthy because I, I mean, I, I guess I had a lot to say about it, and I'm really glad I, I finally got to get this one off of uh, my mind, off my chest because, um, you know, I've I've done a few movie reviews, but this one by far was probably th the greatest one I've I've done. So far, not not in the fact of, you know, me doing a podcast about it. It's just more along the lines of me just talking about something I have a lot of passion for. And, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful and glad that uh, this movie came out. I'm really glad I got to watch it. Like I said before, um, I'm also really glad I'm making a podcast about this movie, this movie, because, you know, there's there's always going to be a movie that really strikes someone and they really like it because of what it what the message it has or how it made them feel you know i mean i've had, i've seen plenty of movies that did that same thing to me growing up but me being that young i didn't really understand what it was all about so with this now that i'm older and i totally understand it um i i'm really glad i'm glad 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 <laughs> so yes uh, this is the One Shot Podcast. Oh, man, I need to go to bed. <laughs> uh, this is the One Shot Podcast uh, doing a movie review on Avengers Endgame. Um, yeah, once again, like I said, if you get a chance to watch it or re-watch re it, go on ahead. Totally worth it that fifth or sixth time because it's just like a fine wine. It's Even with age, it's still that fine. So with that all being said... I'm going to go on ahead and um, wrap it up for for this one. Um, I got, a, of course, another podcast I'm working on, which surprisingly I'm trying to do the math on. But it's kind of it's a little tough, but I'm going to try and get through it. At least I'm going to try and get something for uh, this next one that, uh, that I'm going to have ready, hopefully soon. Um, so, yeah, until then, 
I will talk to you later. You all have a great day, a great week, and a great everything, all right? Excelsior. I love you, 3000.